Hey there, it's Susan Pierce Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. So a little bit ago in this COVID-19 pandemic, um, I got a question from Heather Ryan from Adelaide, Australia. And she asked um, a question that I think is so apropos to these times. She said, Susan, you often talk about uh, the stress bar and the support bar. Um, what do you mean by support in that context? What does support actually mean? So just in case you don't know, when I talk about these bars, I'm talking about like a bar graph, right? Like how high is the value of this thing and how high is the value of this thing? And I talk about how uh, stress is not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, I am not personally, even though I'm a psychologist and I know all the research on uh, psych health and stress and et cetera, um, I am not um, an advocate of uh, infinite reduction in stress because I just look around and I note like, gee, uh, all the things that are worthwhile in life come with some degree of stress, right? Want uh, a relationship? Welcome to stress. Want kids? Welcome to stress. You want a meaningful career? Welcome to stress. Uh, want to just be on planet Earth? Apparently in 2020, welcome to stress, right? So if you're going to choose to be uh, here on planet Earth in 2020 and to have some sort of a life, you're going to have some stress. And uh, eliminating that, I don't think, is the goal. I think the goal is to have enough support on board to counterbalance it so that you can thrive, right? So uh, for all of us, uh, well, I don't know about all of us, that's maybe presumptuous, for most of us, whether we realize it or not, our stress bar has increased, right? And when we start bright line eating, our stress bar increases. That's a lot of change. Change is stressful. Um, it's also, you know, weight loss is stressful on the body, for sure. Uh, the, the body interprets, the brain interprets weight loss as a stressor, um, for sure. I mean, if you just think of what sustained weight loss signals to the brain, it signals famine. Um, hardly... Uh, uh, a more intense stressor than that from the brain's perspective, right? Um, so it's important that we think deeply about how to counter, how to counterbalance and adapt to and respond to stress. And if we want to keep our bright lines bright and uh, we want to cruise, you know, down into a right-sized body, a bright-sized body and live there, um, we've got to learn how to deal with stress. So our stress bar has gone up. That means our support bar has to go up even higher than that. So Heather Ryan from Adelaide, Australia, what a great question. And let's talk about what I mean by the support bar. So the first thing I wanna say is uh, there's a lot that goes into that. Um, I think if you're uh, around Brightline Eating for long enough, you might get the mistaken impression that by support, I just mean phone calls. I talk about phone calls all the time. Uh, the introverts get mad at me every now and then, probably deservedly so, in the community. They're like, SPT, I'm not gonna be making phone calls. You back off, that's not right for me. I'm not doing it. Fair enough. Now, I will say that I actually mean a lot more than phone calls, even though it might not seem like it sometimes. Um, so what goes into the support bar? Well, I was thinking about this deeply because it's such a, a profound question. And I was realizing that if you think of a human being holistically, you can sort of think of uh, body, mind, emotion, 
spirit, right? You can think of these different dimensions of a human, even though they're all interwoven and they all interact. And um, it might be a misnomer to say that you're thinking of a human being holistically if you're separating out body, mind, emotion, and spirit. But anyway, if you think of um, the full dimensionality of a person, in those terms, you've got some spheres of influence or some domains to work with, right? You can think about what support for your body. What's support for your body? Now we're talking about keeping your lines bright, right? Because it's way more supportive to your body to eat the way we do in bright line eating than to go off cold cocked and eat a bunch of uh, NMF, not my food. Um, sleep also immediately comes to mind. Um, movement, even though I'm not a fan of rigorous exercise during the weight loss phase, I, uh, as it's beginning, um, you know, the body was designed to move. It needs to move a bit. Um, uh, sleep and more sleep. Sleep is such a big one, right? Touch. And I know that that could be challenging during this time. Um, uh, but if you have someone that you're living with, just remember the importance of physical touch. If you have a pet, um, you can even touch your own skin. Um, don't forget to do that if you're living alone, for sure. Um, so the physical body uh, requires care, hot baths, stretching. I know for some people, their yoga practice is just part and parcel of their self-care. It's really, really important uh, for many people. Exercise is really in that mix as well in terms of self-care. If you think of... Um, the mind, right? Um, caring for our thinking. Um, for me, I do make phone calls to uh, get support with correcting my thinking because when my thinking gets blown out of proportion, sometimes it's another human being that can help me talk it out. But journaling is another great way to give support to your mind, writing things out. Um, I do, I combine um, mind and spirit when I do a process uh, that I think of as two-way prayer. I put my fingers on a keyboard with my eyes closed. I, I'm a good typist, so I could do this. Uh, and I pray about a particular problem, and then I just let whatever comes come, and I, and I type it out as fast as I can, and I just type uh, the response, essentially. I'm often stunned by what comes out of that practice. I do that regularly, especially um, if I feel like I'm in a pickle, kind of, if, if there's uh, an intractable problem. Um, crossing over now to the spirit domain, another thing that I've maintained for a long time is what I call a God jar, which is um, a container, an enclosed container that I write letters to God uh, especially when my back's up against, against the wall and I can't figure out a problem and I feel really just like I've, I've uh, worked on it the best I can and I'm, I'm really at a loss. I'll write about it in a letter to God and I'll date it, I'll fold it up, put the date on the outside, put it in there. It's uh, remarkably satisfying to read through that, to dump it out every couple years I dump it out and I read through the problems of yesteryear and I'm always stunned by how they always work out. They always work out. And it makes me feel so taken care of um, by just that beautiful adage, this too shall pass, right? Um, and emotion, right? Emotion in the mix as well. Um, 
gonna make myself laugh. I go to phone calls for that too. But meditation is a really good one. And just, um, I think there's a practice that's going around lately. I think it's called somatic experiencing where you, uh, and then there's um, uh, emotionally focused therapy as well, but just learning to sit with and de and identify your core emotions, feeling them as they show up in your body. Um, journaling is another good one for um, giving yourself support around emotions. I might be missing some things here, but if you think of those four domains of a human being, right? Body, mind, emotion, spirit. And then you think of the domains of a bright line eating program, food, actions like morning routine, evening routine, uh, tracking, ways of tracking and measuring your journey. And then you think of human support and connection, right? Um, you can think of those domains as well and overlay them on the um the physical mental emotional and spiritual and you can start to get more ideas about what what does support look like well doing food prep is support right it's a gift that you give to your, your future self to prep your food in advance um i i just want to emphasize that uh it's a very individual thing what feels supportive and there are universals as well. There's so much research on the value of gratitude, for example. Starting a gratitude practice of some kind is going to uh, log into your system as an increase in support. Um, the theme of all this, really, the theme is gentleness and slowing down and self-compassion and bunny slippers. It takes a little bit more space between the moments to provide the system with adequate support. And you don't have to have less to do in the day to do that. You can just breathe into the space that's inherently there in the moment already. So that's a broad brushstroke of what I mean by support. It's multifaceted, it's multifaceted. Uh, support for one person might mean um, taking their dog for really long walks. And uh, for ST SPT, it might mean uh, making lots of phone calls. That's how I feel most supported. Getting enough sleep and making lots of phone calls and my 30 minutes of meditation every morning. Uh, and lately exercise. I'm really uh, leaning into exercise as well. What else? Um, I'm pretty structured. I'm pretty routine, routinized when I'm feeling at my best, when I'm feeling at my best. Other people in Brightline Eating can run on far less, less structure. Um, consistent bedtime and wake up time. Again, adequate sleep. I'm just repeating myself. I'm, so maybe it's not, you know, I don't think the landscape is infinite, right? But, but there are variations, right? Um, maybe um, riding horses is part of support. I know there will be people in our community for whom that's support. Knitting might be part of your support. Um, uh, playing classical music on your instrument might be support, right? So I think each of us needs to look at really truly what fills our tank. It's really that simple. Is your tank filling up or is it being drained and depleted? 
And when I say your support bar needs to be higher than your stress bar, I basically mean you need to watch that tank and you need to make sure that you're refilling it adequately. And if the drainage is intense, well, <sighs> that means that the refilling efforts need to be even more, more so, right? So that's what I mean by support. Heather Ryan from Adelaide, Australia, thank you so much for that precious question. I feel so good getting to answer it at this particular time. I feel like our human experience right now is really um, almost bimodal. Uh, what I mean by a bimodal distribution is, you know, uh, a hump in the graph over here and then a hump in a graph over here and not much in the middle. I'm noticing that some people are really thriving during this time um, because perhaps their load is lighter and um, sheltering in place is making them really sink into uh, their support and their self-care and their habits. And others are really struggling. Uh, it can be really hard to have kids at home that you suddenly have to homeschool. Uh, mental health challenges are super real. And many people are working extra overtime in grueling, life-threatening conditions and really, really struggling during this time. And um, maybe there is a middle group, right? Kind of uh, hanging in there, you know, um, up and down, hanging in there. That's how I was at the beginning, up and down, hanging in there. So whatever your category, I just wish you a week filled with loving, caring support. Whatever that means for you, whatever truly fills your tank. And that's the weekly vlog. I'll see you next week.